welcome to the Small Caps Podcast, where we discuss news and information related to ASX-listed companies and financial markets, keeping investors informed. Note that the content in this podcast is not financial or investment advice, and be sure to head over to smallcaps.com.au to get the latest market news. Now, without further delay, here's today's podcast. Welcome back to Small Caps. I'm your host, Jess Botic, and today we are speaking with Matt Gauchi, who's the Managing Director of Nickel X Limited. The company's ticker code is NKL. Hi, Matt. It's great to have you on the show. Yeah, good to be with you, Jess. No dramas. So, Matt, the company just uh, announced some really interesting results from your new claims in Canada's historic um, Elliott Lake District. I thought just to start off, for those of our small caps audience that aren't familiar with Nickel X, would you mind providing a brief overview of the company and your projects? Yeah, sure. So Nickel X obviously listed um, two years ago on the back of uh, Nickel Exploration, primarily in West Australia, uh, seeking nickel sulphide. Um, obviously, the nickel industry is under some unfortunate uh, pressure in terms of price and sentiments. And so the company is now um, transitioning into uranium and gold. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, so that was going to be my next question, Matt, which is the company has made quite a bold move pivoting from nickel exploration to uranium and gold focus. Um, So whereabouts have you started exploration? What have you acquired? So this move away from nickel, so that first of all, and then the main factor, obviously, you mentioned uh, being uh, sort of pressure on the nickel prices globally. Yeah, no, it's a it's an unfortunate situation. I mean, clearly Indonesia has an enormous amount of uh, nickel laterite funded by primarily uh, Chinese state-owned enterprises, which aren't necessarily compliant with ESG requirements nor uh, profitability, and so that product can be pumped out really quickly. Um, that's put a... Um, huge amount of pressure on the nickel price as, um, you know, our mates at BHP and various other nickel miners have seen. So, yeah, it was quite clear to us and, and clearly in the interest of shareholders to to pivot and transition to commodities, which one, we're very experienced in, being uranium and gold, uh, and, and definitely um, had recent success in. And so... The Elliott Lake uh, project uh, in Canada is is very exciting for uranium. Yeah, fantastic. So now just talking about Elliott Lake specifically, um, which is in Canada, those initial uh, assay results are quite promising. How how do those results compare to historic results um, at Elliott Lake and and your expectations uh, in the future, uh, you know, now that we have more modern technologies available for exploration compared to historic uh, what you found there historically? Yeah, no, good question. So uh, clearly the Elliott Lake District is one of the world's greatest uh, uranium mining districts. Um, over the last 40, 50 years, we've compiled and collected um, a lot of geological data, drilling data, um, currently reprocessing geophysical data to look at what we can do moving forward as potential extensions of that district. Um, and importantly, I think what we need to understand as uranium explorers is that 
those are very um, strong and certainly very uh, consistent ore bodies uh, for uranium. Um, certainly not the high-grade type of opportunities that we're used to in the Athabasca. For instance, we, the directors have built 92 Energy and, and merging that into a $300 million deal. Uh, but these are very consistent and very um, easy to uh, explore and drill out. So we're, we're really uh, excited about uh, the potential of Elliott Lake and the data is continuing to come in uh, from our consultants and contractors to identify more than three targets that we've obviously already identified in our recent announcement. Yeah, fantastic, Matt. Talking about those, you've, you've, you've just mentioned three priority targets, so just focusing on that. Now, Crazy Lake is your highest priority target, is my understanding. What specific features, um, you know, make that area so promising, that particular target? Yeah, so conglomerate-style uh, mineralisation in uranium is generally going to be very consistent and over a long uh, strike length. Um, there's some really interesting intersections there, um, which we've clearly announced uh, between sort of 100 ppm and 900 ppm, which is not necessarily high grade, but would note that as being medium grade. But it's also over a very extensive uh, area. Um, so that is really important to understand um, that what we're looking for, Elliot Lake, is a very large scale system which possibly will be medium grade, but yeah, it's yet to be yet to be understood. Yeah, fantastic, Matt. So now what are the next steps for exploration at Elliot Lake um, and at those three targets in particular? And when can we start to expect to see some further updates on drilling or even potentially a resource estimate, for example? Yeah, no, good question. So uh, currently in uh, discussions uh, with our geophysicists in terms of downloading and reprocessing all the radiometric and magnetic data over uh, the project area. Um, Ontario is like WA, a lot of the data is publicly available um, and can be reprocessed. So we're in the process of doing that and that will come up with what we believe might be additional targets. Uh, and then come April, which is when the field season opens up in North America, uh, that's when we'll be on the ground uh, doing some field work, mapping, sampling, drill hole sighting, and then importantly, um, getting getting the drillers organised to, uh, to get out there and test some holes. Yeah, fantastic, Matt. And will all of that exploration sort of start at Crazy Lake and then move on to your your next two targets? Yeah, no, definitely, definitely Crazy Lake is is the first target we've got right now. Uh, but that'll evolve, and we expect there to be four or five more uh, priority targets after we do our geophysics review and drill hole sighting. Yeah, that sounds great, Matt. Okay, well, I guess my final question for you today is, you know, can you provide our audience just two or three key takeaways um, as to why they should put Nickelex on their investor stock watch list? Yeah, so Nickelex has obviously suffered from, unfortunately, the um, retreat in the nickel price. Um, the board have been smart enough and worked hard enough to pivot out into uranium and gold, as we've announced. Uh, the board have been 
clearly quite successful in uranium, having um, built 92 Energy and merging that into a $300 million company on the TSX. The board have also been uh, quite successful uh, in the gold space, having uh, sold off Azimuth um, back in the day in the gold sector to a, to a $300 million odd um, company. And so now's, now's the chance for us to pivot out of nickel and to get into commodities which we've had huge amount of success in and projects which we know that we uh, can develop with with really good investors. Yeah, fantastic, Max. It sounds like um, the company has got a really good team behind it with the experience and also in commodities, uranium and gold, which um, you know obviously have a far more positive sentiment around that globally um, than nickel. So congratulations. Well, thanks so much for your time today, Matt. And um, we look forward to having you back on the show soon. Good one, Jess. No dramas.